Welcome to the If You Know You Know podcast with Miranda and Two, where we have conscious conversations about life experience, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. Join us as we navigate and unpack everything and anything, because if you know, you know. Hey guys, welcome to the episode one. We are so nervous and excited to launch our podcast and the first episode ever of If You Know You Know is going to be all about us, where we let the listeners know who we are, for those of them who don't know who we are, and those that may not know a little bit about us already. It's just exciting to let you guys know who we are and how we met and a little bit about our lives. So we'll just dive straight into introducing ourselves. Yeah. Would you like to go first? Sure. My name is Miranda Daphne Alice Parsons. I was born in Melbourne in 1993. My mum and dad, Kristen and Jeremy, had my brother and sister, Josh and Chloe, before me, and I'm the youngest. I'm not sure if I was what they were expecting to have. I don't know if they're wanting to have any more kids, but I came along. Grew up in Melbourne, moved up to Brisbane when I was like eight, went to school up there and lived in and around like Graceville, Corinda, Sherwood, Oxford that side of Brisbane. Went to an all-girls private school, which were some very interesting times in my life. I'm sure I'll go into that in another episode. I just never really felt like I fit into that private school girl stereotype, though I've made some amazing friendships and I'm still quite close with a few girls that I went to school with, which I'm really grateful for. I went to uni at the University of Queensland, studied primary school teaching, and I'm still teaching today. After I graduated, I did a lot of travel. I have lived in England, New Zealand, doing ski season. I taught English in China, and I moved down to the Gold Coast in the middle of 2019. I was working in a school in a bit of a rough area in Brisbane. And I loved it, but commuting back and forth from the Gold Coast was just way too much. And I couldn't really get a lot of work down here when I first moved down here, but I scored a job at a school for boys with behavioral difficulties, disabilities. I loved my first year working there, but I think the environment just got really stressful. And a job actually came up for me only a couple of weeks ago where it was working in a prep classroom again. And I just jumped at the opportunity. So stoked to be working in prep again and just so many things that have gotten me to this point where I am now. But yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Oh, thank you for going first because I was very nervous. And I was going to use the excuse of, no, be a gentleman. <laughs> so, over to me. Thank you for allowing me to take up space now. My name is Tour, Wudamu Fokati Paikia. I was born in Hamilton, raised in Wellington, until I eventually moved over to Australia. I've been here for half my life now in Australia, majority on the Gold Coast. Uh, a bit about my career background. I've always been in construction, majority of my lifetime, up until the job I'm currently at, where I've always done building, construction with like driving diggers, laying pipes, asbestos removal, things of that nature. So labor hire, leading hand supervisor, you name it, everything in construction. Then eventually went to the current job that I'm at now, which was the school that you just spoke of, working with disengaged boys. And that's been both a blessing and challenging as well to be at that workspace. How I got there was through a good friend of mine, 
funny story. I always used to see him post on social media that he was like out on the beach or, or falls <laughs> or something like that. And I'd be like, yeah, give me a job with you. Uh, <laughs> and the job finally presented itself. And it was said to me that earlier, there's a job option here. Just, you know, if you want it, you want it, it's there. If you don't, that's all good. But really, bro actually put his uh, job on the line to get me there because I didn't have any qualifications or anything like that. What a good friend. And yeah, he never told me that side of it because <laughs> I actually got the cold feet after spending a day or two there because it was all new for me. Very, very new for me. It wasn't really the fact that the money was like a third or a quarter of what I was getting paid. It was more that it was new. Going now, yeah, it's, a, it's really, really cool getting to the stage that I'm at now at the school and now being able to have a broader awareness, more consciousness about things now. Backtracking, when I first moved over, I was moving over here to play football, handy football player, some might say. Met a girl who was had a relationship with that I'll dive into in other episodes. I had two beautiful boys, everything to me. Things that I have done myself throughout that time would be challenging and would be very colorful. So it has shaped and helped shaped and defined the person that I am today. Still, still playing football, still playing sport to a certain degree. And yeah, getting on this self-awareness journey over the last three years through joining Amend and being set up into a King Warrior program that I thought I was getting abs from, which I did, but it was also <laughs> a whole lot more. Because that's another story for another episode as well. Gee, mm. has got all the episodes rolled out already. But yeah, that's a little bit about me and hopefully get to know a lot more about both of us Yeah, in the coming episodes. I mean, I think huge part of our story is the amend space and work because we mm. met at work. Well, we met, I started working there term three, the school, 2020. Mm. And yeah, I wasn't really sure what I was getting myself in for, but I was so desperate for a job and I was excited to work at this place because it was going to be so different. And I remember sitting down and you walking into the staff room, was it either the first week or the first day that school went back? I'm not sure, someday. And you walked in and me just automatically thinking like, oh, this guy's got swag. Like he had the hat, he had his obviously uniform on. And he had shorts, like it was all matchy matchy. And uh, A class. <laughs> and he came A over class. and he came over and was like, oh, hey. And I said, oh, hi, I'm Miranda. And I think you went to give me a handshake, but then it was like, oh, do you do hugs? And I was like, hell yeah, I do hugs. And just straight away gave you a big hug and just felt that. I was like, oh, this is really nice. And I, I had always thought actually that you gave like the best hugs. Yeah, I'll definitely give myself a wrap and gas myself up there. I'll definitely give the best hugs. Yeah. I've, I've really loved hugs. It was quite funny because uh, this is another little story that my brother got me the job. He was like having a conversation with the principal and the principal was like, that bloody two is always hugging everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, I am my mate. More for it. Yeah. But I remember you giving me a hug and then we didn't really interact that much because we weren't working in the same class. It wasn't really until like a couple months later. Yeah. That was just basically how we first met yeah. each other, like first glance or first mm. knew of each other. Yeah. And I remember I just used to always walk around in the afternoons and connect with yeah. boost their morale because they would have had a stressful day, no doubt. Yeah. Strong assumption there, but more often than not, it was mm. true. And more just boosting morale, like conversating and connecting 
obviously learning tools that I learned through the men's space, but also to my general um, character and personal traits and things like that has always been quite a jokester, quite a prankster, quite the energy, quite the mood. I the energy. Quite the mood lifter and everything <laughs> like that. I think that was a huge thing that drew me to you initially was, oh, you're, oh, you're winking at me, was the um, the energy that you had mm. and just thinking like, oh, he's got such good energy. And I think you kind of felt that from me as well, hey? Yeah, when I first met you, I was like, oh, this chick's got some cool energy, but I didn't know what it was because obviously it was the first interaction, mm. but I didn't know what it was until later on. Yeah. And it was a really cool, really cool energy. Uh, moment because like oh yeah she seems like a cool chick don't know who she is but keen to know more about her eventually like yeah. you know like she seems cool awesome and i think we just were talking over instagram mostly if we weren't like chatting when we saw each other at work and it was just like replying to each other's stories or you would be down in Burley at the PAV and I'd see your stories and be liking them or whatever, you know, and then it just kind of started conversation from that. And I think it was like we slowly eventually started hanging out because we just had such good conversation, I think. I don't think we started hanging out until we were actually in the same classroom and then all the conversations were more and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, wasn't, actually wasn't until we were in the same classroom working together and the conversations were more and more and interacting and saying more than just your surface little conversations of how are you, what's your favorite color. I think we were talking about past traumas and relationships and things like that. Yeah. And then that's when the hanging out started. Because I had gone to my first ever amend workshop, I think it was like August, September, 2020. And we sort of started talking a bit from that because you heard a few of my shares and we were talking a bit about it at school and then... The common ground. Yeah. And then it was an interesting time because there was somebody else that I sort of had feelings for when it wasn't even anything between us then. And you were just becoming like a really awesome friend to me and you were really supportive and just someone that I really loved talking to. Yeah, I found for me that I was enjoying conversating with people and in particular, not just males, but I was also having these types of conversations with females as well. Yeah. So just conversating with people was really, really cool. Yeah. Something that I didn't really do often with females was really conversate with as much. And I think it was, like you said, when we started working in the same class together, 2021, then we started hanging out a lot. We were in each other's space a lot. And I always remember you coming in every morning and like wanting to hug you because your hugs are so good. And then it leaving like the smell of your cologne on my shirt <laughs> and being that like creep that would like sniff her shirt and be like, oh, it smells like too. <laughs> I think there was a few people at school that were Oh, like, really? No, nah, about the smell. I don't know about the creepy part. I definitely know the smell because it's like, oh, I smell like tuna. Yeah. Because of the stellar cologne that yeah, yeah. it was wore. And what I mean, when I'm saying we, I'm meaning like the other bros too. Yeah. Like Kate's and Wah. Because mm. I remember meeting the three of you together, like you and Kate and Wah, you were always like hanging out. You were like a little group that just like, would always be together. And I remember thinking like Caden was this really soft spoken, warm, gentle energy. And you were like this swag and then wow. And I know a lot of people have said this about him, but it was like, I felt intimidated. It was like, oh, okay, he's way too cool. I don't know how to speak to him. Well, two's really personable, so I'll speak to two. <laughs> but 
Yeah, we went down to the beach one night. You were hanging with the bros and you messaged me. Or you were at the collective or something and you messaged me and you're like, oh, hey, I'm in your hood. Do you want to go get ice cream or something? Mm, yeah, I was at a birthday and I was with Gush. We were just getting dinner for one of our bros' birthday parties. And so you picked me up from my place. We went and got ice cream. We sat on the beach and it was still just pure friendship that, at that point. Mm. And I was talking to you about my many failures in wanting to... Failures, just lessons. Okay, my many lessons in wanting a relationship. And you were asking me, okay, so how does it normally play out? And no one had ever really asked that question before. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we meet, we hook up. Then like three months of dating, they say something and disappear. And it's always three months I've got this curse. And you were just trying to give me advice like, well, if you want a relationship, are you establishing that expectation at the beginning? And I'm like, well, no. And you're like, well, <laughs> how's the dude ever going to know that's what you want? He's probably just thinking you're just hooking up. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, but, you know, like he's staying over, we're going on dates. And you're like, yeah, but if you're not having a clear expectation of what you're wanting. A clear intention of what yeah. you're wanting, then it's just left to an expectation that you have that he's unaware of. Yeah. And it plays out like that. And then I was just saying, well, not to be rude or anything, <laughs> but this is just what I'm sensing and hearing from what you're sharing with me. And it was like, there seems to be a pattern here. Mm. And that's something that we all have learned in not just the men's spaces, but in other spaces. I just believe that I've been more conscious aware in those men's spaces to now understand what that is for me. Yeah. And then I can speak from my experience to speak into other people's experiences, like that experience that we were sharing when you were speaking about your three months pattern. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, interesting. And then I was, and I remember just cracking jokes at certain times because I know that certain shares are very sentimental and things mm. like that. But yeah, I remember saying that and then talking about people and then helping you unpack a lot of those experiences. And yeah. Yeah, no, it was really cool. Just lying at the beach on a blanket, late at night, having ice cream, talking. I think I asked you to sing me a song and things like that. So yeah. it was more just hanging out, but quite flirtatious at times too. Yeah. You know? And I think we both always had that like flirty banter with one another. And definitely, automatically, it was physical touch. Like, we both know now that our love language, number one, is physical touch. But we didn't know that back then. We were already just doing it with one another. It was like this comfortability to hold hands or give someone a back tickle or a back rub. You know, it was just so instant, that connection. And I think one thing that always stays with me is the fact that I could have conversations like that with you about, oh, well, my pattern is this with men and you already calling me forward, but knowing that it was just always from such a loving place and from your heart that it didn't feel like you were berating me or judging me, you know? And I've felt quite strongly too that, oh, I'm listening to these patterns and everything like that. And for me at those times, I was like, I just want to hang out and hook up. Like I was... <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much said that clearly, like, I don't want no relationship yeah. or anything like yeah. that. And then I was like, I don't want to be that person that just adds to this pattern for you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, no, nah, don't do that. In my eyes, I was like, oh, yeah, I can go then. But then I'm like, no, nah, I'm being a better person. I don't want to just, for lack of better words, like use it just for hooking up and things like that, mm. you know. And then after that, it was like we were talking heaps. I think it led up to us hooking up just one time yeah hooking up that one time and it was such a yeah now now upon reflection too like just in this moment 
for me, it was like, yeah, massive build up. And then like my mind and everything was not there in that time that we did hook up. And it was, this is just coming up for me now. And I mean, we've spoke about this a few times, but yeah. it's only just coming up for me now. It was like, yeah, I wasn't in no frame of mind to do what we were stepping into as much. And then that's like me just doing things like mm -hmm. that just cause, yeah. you know, like I already, don't get me wrong. Like I definitely wanted to do it. Yeah. I just wanted to be fully present in the moment. Yeah. And I wasn't fully present in the moment because it was, as you're aware, there was other situations that were playing out for me at that time. Yeah. A lot to do with my past relationship, a lot to do with my close friends. Mm -hmm. And that was all affecting me. And I was like, nah, it's not affecting me. Pushing it away. Because when you came to my house, it was like late at night. I just left the door unlocked. You came upstairs. You just laid in bed with me. We spoke very quickly. And then I was just straight on to it. Like, all right, well, you've come here to fuck me essentially. So like, let's just go, let's do this. And then I could just feel your energy. And I think I had that expectation and assumption of how it was going to be in this build up. And it kind of made me think like, oh, maybe we're not romantically compatible. And maybe this isn't something that I want to step into just for sex because I had sort of already gone there with someone I'd worked with in the past and I didn't want to fuck up like the connection that was already established between us mm. by bringing sex into the picture. And for the first time, like I actually expressed that and it was like this full circle moment of you telling me at the beach, well, you need to tell someone what you're wanting to like set that intention. And then I was kind of using that on, on you. Yeah, yo, the invitation was for you to express what was coming up for you, mm. to be able to speak your truth. Yeah. And yeah, it come around full circle towards myself. And then I was very receiving of that. So I feel like that role was played out how I was meant to play out. Yeah. Because for me, yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on for myself here. That's definitely not me. Yeah. And I just went back into... Once you said that, I just went back into like what I always did anyways type mm -hmm. thing, which was just keep doing my own little thing, cruising. Yeah. And I definitely gave you the cold shoulder because that was just my way of like didn't, not, not wanting awkwardness. So I just kind of cut back from speaking to you as much. But then again, you called me forward and you were like, oh, what's kind of going on here? But it, I don't know. It's just like you look back on it and you. Not wanting awkwardness, but creating awkwardness yeah. yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a master of that. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, not wanting awkwardness, but creating awkwardness. It was like, again, a new test to see if you were going to speak your truth in those moments. Yeah. Things like that. And that played out for you later on too, which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was just cool. Let's just keep hanging out or being friends. You know, like it doesn't change anything for me. Yeah. But I definitely felt the cold shoulder and everything like that. And I remember speaking to you about it. Yeah. And then we ended up conversating and then, yeah, which led us to sushi, I believe. Yeah. We went and got sushi one day because I needed to borrow your speaker. speaker. Yeah. And we went and got sushi. We're just having lunch. Again, having that physical touch, but already telling you that. I wasn't looking for anything romantic with you, but just still having that mutual understanding that we still wanted to be ourselves around each other mm. and have that physical touch and that connection still. And we just went and got lunch and I was driving you back to your place where you were living at your sister's. And in the car, you're like, okay, so what's your like ideal guy? That started at lunch. That started at sushi. Oh, did that start at sushi? Yeah, that started at sushi. So saying all that stuff like, oh, so what are you actually looking for in a person? Polynesian and stuff like, well, brown skin. I'm like, 
Hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> what a dude you've ever been with a all white. White, just to be clear. No uh, disrespect or anything, but you're saying your dream guy is colour uh, of some coloured skin. <laughs> and you ain't even hanging out with them like interesting and then for whatever reason i just took it upon myself to be like oh yep tick beauty that's me mm -hmm. and then you're like oh yeah he's like good with kids oh yep beauty tick yeah i was like oh you know jason momoa look alike beauty, tick. someone who plays rugby yep, tick. Tick. <laughs> someone who's like got good like family values and wants to be a really good dad like, oh this is getting easy and easier for the minute <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like started out as a joke, but it was funny because as I was saying all these things and you're like literally using your finger to like tick off this yeah. list in the yeah, air. Yeah, list. <laughs> and then I also too remember your mum uh, messaged and she, you were like, oh, yeah, I am just having lunch with two, blah, 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 because yeah. you're going to visit your mum after that. Or were you? And, <laughs> and then me being like, I'll oh, tell your mum that we're dating just mm -hmm. as a joke. And then her being, oh, she... He's got to pass the muster first. Yeah. I remember saying that to your mum. Time we had dinner with them, I was like, yeah, pass the muster. Mom. Yeah. And it's funny because my mum, if anyone knows my mum, they know that she will always say, well, I knew that was going to happen. I knew, I knew before you even knew. And when I said that, like, eventually when we started dating, just to jump ahead a bit, my mum was like, well, yeah, of course it was going to be him. You talked about him all the time. <laughs> I was like, what? No, I didn't. Like trying to get defensive. Like, what? Don't tell me that. I was, no way was I doing that. She's like, yeah, you were talking about him all the time. So you tasted me since way back before you well, even conscious <laughs> about it. Hey? Excuse me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you cutting me off here? <laughs> well, I'm sure that your bros would agree that they said the same thing to you when you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hang out with Miranda. I'm going to see Miranda because they've all said to me. Yeah, that was, that, that was. you were talking about me just as much as I was talking about you. Yeah, that was a little bit later on when they were actually calling me forward on it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this is skipping ahead a bit. But yeah, and actually, we'll go, I'll get into that part after the. Yeah. After. Okay. So, well, after sushi, I went to a level one workshop again and you gave me some tickets which like I was so grateful for the gift because I I don't think I realized how much I needed that workshop yeah I remember um saying oh hey look this if you wanted to come I can there's some tickets here and then you know I think we were all conversating and talking about you too like going through possibly I think a relationship breakup as well yeah. yourself and said oh look well I know that it's difficult for people just to come alone so maybe you could support your friend along with her yeah so we went to the workshop, me and my bestie, Emily, and you were there. And I remember Emily being like, oh my God, that's too, like, I can tell, I can know what you mean now about the energy. Like, you guys are such a vibe. Like, why are you not going there? Why did you tell him that you didn't want to go there? And me being like, no, because I don't want to ruin the friendship. Like, what we have is so cool. I don't want to fuck that up. And her just being the biggest hype girl ever and being like, girl i think there's something more there like seriously you should be revisiting this <laughs> so shout out to you emily for that but the workshop it was like yeah thanks him yeah thanks emily the workshop we were in one of the tasks and where i'm walking around i'm looking into people's eyes and i caught your eyes and i wasn't meant to you're not really meant to catch the eye of the facilitator while they're walking around like giving kind words and I 
sort of turned around and I saw you and I could have just gone to somewhere else, but I, something I was like, nah, I'm going to go and gaze with this man. Be seen. You want to be seen. And then as soon as we started gazing in each other's eyes, we both just teared up. Yeah, that was, that was a moment where I said, don't you ever put a spell on me at a workshop like that again, okay, yeah? It was just this, like, that spark, like people talk about the spark. It was like this, whoa, moment of, oh. holy, who is this person? And I'm like, I'm taking all of them in right now. And just seeing you fully was beautiful. And then throughout the day, you were calling me forward on things and supporting me. And then I had this massive experience in the breath work where I hadn't ever really experienced anything in breathwork before because my first workshop, I was so distracted and in my head and not able to like let go that I didn't experience anything in the breathwork. And I was like, Ugh, I don't know what they're talking about. This is stupid. I don't believe in this. And then this time around, I was so focused on putting myself first and focusing on myself, which is something you had like told me like, you know, just go all in. This is about you. Give yourself that time. And I was breathing, I think it was by the second round or the third round. I, when we went onto the hold, I just held for like, I don't even know, two minutes, a couple minutes, because I didn't even hear you say, go back into the breath after the minute hold. Cause I was off in my visions and I could see these two little beautiful tan skin, chubby arms just reaching for me. And it was my baby. And it was just this moment of like, I can see my child and I've always been wanting to have kids. Like that's just like my biggest thing in life is having children. And I just have never really thought it would happen for me for whatever reason. I think I kind of lost hope in it happening and because of having endometriosis and a few other things, but I could see this vision so clearly of this baby and I picked up the baby and I was just holding it and I was just like stuck in this euphoric state and I think I was like smiling and I was just so happy and then I could hear your voice. And I think it was because Lee and someone else who was holding space saw me and that I wasn't breathing and they called you to come over and help try and get me breathing again. And I could feel you touching me and um, holding my head and like speaking in my ear and you were just saying, you are safe, you are loved, I'm right here, I've got you, those kinds of words. And I didn't feel like I had to all of a sudden like take a gasp and breathe it was just I was just guided by you and it was so magical for me yeah well, the big theme for that breathwork was no force just flow mm. that's right that was the theme for the entire day was just no force just flow yeah in particular that breathwork there session was one of the most beautiful spaces in the sense of that word no force just flow was more of a journey because I've done numerous events where it's been like that and it's a traumatic release and breath work and they're very intense as you've witnessed holding space too that they could be very very intense that one there was very intense but on an intense level of oh am I, are they actually getting something out of this because of how I've seen other spaces and I didn't want to project into that space but I've seen other people like crying emotionally screaming and everything and on a whole, on a majority, was more like a journey, like everyone was just journeying. And when I was walking around and listening to everyone's shares, it was like, oh, for the most of them, they had a journey. For some of them, they had the same experience that you had your first. Now, this is nothing. And yeah. like, what's been told to me and what I believe wholeheartedly myself and what I say to um, 
people in those spaces is breath will meet you wherever you are on your own journey. And what I mean by journey is your own journey of awareness. So what you are able to feel, whether you're able to feel safe within yourself and your surroundings, your environment, is where you actually break through those barriers of discomfort and those barriers of resistance that you get to have a journey. And that moment there was really, really cool because for me, it was the first time taking up that space in a breath work without having my people there with me. So what I mean by my people is like people that I've always gone into those breathwork spaces, those workshops with. So the likes of Kate, Jason, Wow. I've done it without Wow before, but I always had someone there. Yeah. And this time round was Kane. He was my rock for that workshop. Mm. So it was really cool. And then he did the haka with me too after it, yeah. which was amazing as well. It was just such a beautiful day. And before the breathwork, we wrote a letter of forgiveness and we were burning it and I was waiting in the line and two and Kane were the people holding space to, you know, hold you in a hug after you watch your letter go. And I remember thinking like, oh, I really just want to time this perfectly so that it'll be two hugging me rather than Kane. No, like nothing against Kane. Obviously, it was just like I knew you and I wanted you to be holding me. And just wanted that, the best hug. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, now she just wanted the best hugging. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it did time perfectly. And I remember thinking, okay, if the person in front of me goes to Kane, sweet, I can go to two. But if the person in front of me goes to two, I'll tell whoever's behind me, oh, I'm not ready quite just yet. You go first. <laughs> so then I'd still get you. But it just worked out so perfectly. And I remember just holding you and being held by you. It was just so nice in the moment. And then the breath work. And then at the end of the day, it was like, I wanted to hang around to say goodbye to you. And you said to me, oh, do you want to go and get dinner or something this week? Like, I'd love to catch up with you and, you know, talk about the breath work and all that in a bit more detail. Like, what do you reckon? And I was like, yes, that sounds so good. I think it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday and we went down to Balboa in Palm Beach. And even in my head, I was like, oh yeah, we're just mates hanging out. But looking back on it now, like I went out and bought a new dress (laughs) to make sure that I looked really nice. (laughs) And you looked awesome as you always do. It was just a little summer something. Just mm. brought out of the closet doing daffy t-shirt, white hat, mm. black slacks, and just the uh, vans, I believe. Just ordinary day. Oh, yeah. And we went to dinner. And then it wasn't until we got to my house and you were dropping me off. And we were sitting in the car and I was just lingering hardcore, just like making conversation, not wanting to get out of the car. Yeah, I remember sitting there being like, yeah, no, thanks for dinner. I really enjoyed that. Um, to do it again sometime soon. Mm. And then you were sort of lingering and I was like, I know what she's up to. And then we just started having conversations and we were talking and talking. And then eventually I think you said to me something along the lines of, I definitely just want to put this out there, but I have feelings for you. And like, Mm. and it kind of threw me back a bit. Yeah. Yeah. When we were sitting there and then we were sort of conversating, I was like, I'm just going to speak my truth right now. And my truth right now is like, yeah, cool. I've got some feelings towards you. I don't know what they are or how that looks for me right now, but I'm just wanting to express that. I have feelings for you. And I think you took that in a particular way too. Cause I was like, oh shit, he's got feelings. Like, and I think it wasn't until you actually said it out loud that I actually like stopped denying what I was feeling because I was like, no, I don't have feelings for two. Even after the workshop, my friend Emily was like, come on, are you kidding me? The connection that you guys have, this is ridiculous. Why are you not going there? You're an idiot. And I was like, well, 
he doesn't want a relationship. I really am looking for that. Like, it's not going to work. We work together. Thinking of all these cons and not even focusing on any of the pros, you know, and then you're like, well, I've got feelings there. I don't know what they mean. I don't know what to do with them, but I needed to tell you that. And then just being like, fuck, okay, yeah, (laughs) I've definitely felt something. And then it was me choosing courage and stepping into expressing to you what I was really fearful of going into something with you. And it was. I I think just before that, though, was when I said, oh, well, I don't really just want to make this about sex or anything. I want to get to know you. Like, I want to know all of you first before, like, stepping into that realm type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it was more like just wanting to connect and hang out and chill. And if something happened, then it happened, you know, like, just let it. Let it, let it just happen organically, like. No force, just flow. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. force, just flow. Like if we have sex, we have sex. If we go to dinner, we have dinner. If we just hang out, we hang out. Like just yeah. let it be like that is what I, is what I was meaning by <laughs> that when I said that. <laughs> and I took that as, well, I don't want this to just be about sex. I want to get to know you. And me being like, oh, shit, he wants to like, he wants to date me. He wants to be in a relationship. This is, wow, this is cool. <laughs> and totally taking it the wrong way to what you meant. But. We didn't even speak into that. And thank God we didn't because I don't know how it would have played out. But I mean, it's just interesting looking back on it. And that was only recently when I was like, well, I thought you were saying you wanted a relationship. And you're like, no, I was just saying like. I was just saying like, I don't want to just be like another person that just like, I just want to have sex, you know. It was like, I actually really like hanging out with you. Like these conversations we're having, I'm like in these interactions, we're having just hanging and doing dinner and doing all those sorts of things. Cause I don't really do those things with girls. Yeah. Yeah. It was just really cool. And then I expressed to you, I was like, well, if we are going to go down that road and do that, then I need you to know that I'm fearful of the fact that you have kids and not in the way that. I would think your kids would be baggage or an issue because, of course, I love how amazing you are as a dad and the qualities you have shown to be such a beautiful human being. But as a dad as well, that attracted me to you for sure. And it was like, I don't know how to navigate a relationship with someone who has children. That was the fear. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't want to be in your space and take away from the fact that you're a father first and foremost, and I don't want to then take away from you being a dad. And I think that was just a fear of mine was like, how does a relationship work when someone already has kids? And I really want kids. So do you want more kids? I like, that was a moment for me that was like, oh shit, yeah, no, I do have a strong feelings for if you're. Like I was overtaken by happiness. Blown away. Yeah, well, blown away. I'd say blown away by like you having the courage to share that with me because I didn't take offense to it at all because I knew I've received it in a way like, oh, it's because you have kids. I'm not too sure of how you fit into that mold. I remember you saying, because I have kids, my kids will always come first. And then when you share that, I understand from a place of experience, the fear that you would have had over yourself to actually share something of that nature towards me. Yeah. Like sharing your truth to the person. And then that just, yeah, well, that just gave me the wall. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, shit. I just said, I'm not going to sleep with them, but I'm fucking definitely feel like sleeping. <laughs> I want to have sex. Because <laughs> of the, like, the happiness that it's, like, the courage that you showed to yeah. share that. I was like, 
oh fuck like i didn't expect that (laughs) yeah i didn't expect that but i'm so glad that you shared that with me because like now i can navigate that more and more and i was like and i remember because the next day i was meant to go with kate to one of our other bros to down new south wales to the beach just for breakfast and sunrise and and chill and i was like hey nuts all good boys can pick me up from here (laughs) (laughs) and there was something like that you know and i was like you yeah. we were both like, no, 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 we don't want to ruin it. Da, da, da. And yeah. I was like, I remember I was kissing and stuff like that. And like, yeah. And the truck like turning into kissing and was like, oh, still not leaving. Like, yeah. I think we still sat out there for a good fucking half an hour to an hour. Oh, I reckon it was nearly two hours. Was, it was a long time. It was a while. Because I remember all of that happening and then like the spark and everything was just building and building and then looking at you and then we just kissed and it was such a beautiful kiss. And I remember then us stopping and being oh, like, shit. <laughs> passion and us stopping the kiss and being like okay let's not go any further and like it was that intense that like the windows around us were literally like fogging up because we'd just been in the car for so long but then getting out of the car going inside like you even waited until I got inside and like shine the light so I could see and and just you know closing the door and it's like that what you see in movies when like you have this beautiful kiss and then they close the doors and then do like a little jig and everyone's like doing their happy dance. I was for sure like, whoa, this is crazy. Like just so stoked. And then it just built so beautifully from there. Yeah. And then I remember getting back to Kate's house and this beautiful Queen Haley had set me up a bed and everything like that, let on like a lampshade, all the doors unlocked, all that stuff. And then Petey, me and the bro, we woke up early in the morning. But yeah, it must've been a couple of hours because I didn't get back there till like probably midnight after midnight. We were waking up like four o'clock or something like that to get down to New South Wales for sunrise, 3.34. And I just remember from then it was like, we were hanging out all the time. I think you even stayed at my house the next night. Like we didn't have sex for a couple of weeks, but we were just at each other's houses. We were hanging out. We were going to work together in like, I just felt so privileged as well because I got to ride with you and the bros. And it was like, what? You've never let a chick like ride with you and the bros because you are and Caden used to carpool. And I was then like, joining in on the carpool and I was just like I just felt so oh yeah I'm part of the crew that's <laughs> uh, such a vibe too with the bros like a vibe because we'd have like vibey times and then we'd have like deep deep meaningful emotion time yeah it was that was like a sanctuary type thing mm. the bros get to vent they get to connect they get to hang they get to vibe yeah and then I got to be part of it and it and I just, I, I remember being like, oh no, like I can't, I can't carpool with you. Like, who cares? Fuck them. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then that's when that was like, the bros being like, I'll be, you got feelings for her. Eh? I said, I already said that boy. That's, that's new. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, you like her, like her. Eh? <laughs> I was like, what are you on about boy? It's a situation ship. Said, boy, <laughs> that's not a situation ship when you talk about it all the time and stuff like that. <laughs> and then, uh, Crack it up, and I was like, no, 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 situation ship, my bro. Just in denial. Oh, I wouldn't say the denial. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly in denial. Um, yeah, because I think it was me. I didn't want a relationship, but it was definitely shaping up. Yeah, and it was only a couple of weeks, and we were already telling each other we loved each other. And then you know, it was like May, April. Yeah, May we were in a relationship, and then by September we were moving in together. And I remember people being like, "Oh, that's fast," but thinking. Yeah, it's fast for who? Fast for society, but for us, it just felt so natural. Yeah. 
hundred percent just felt natural, but yeah, hundred percent people would think, oh, everything's happening so fast for you. That's really fast. Da, da, da. Then again, that's just everyone else's. And I think no one else knows. I mean, until now we're talking about it, the history of like when we met, talking, getting to know one another. And for us, it's like, well, it's not fast because we're already so connected. So it makes sense. Mm. And then we moved in together September and made a little home here in this little duplex of ours sitting on the couch here recording a podcast and all these things happening and life is just it's just so cool mm. how things have panned out very very cool how everything's played out and whatnot and even to do a podcast is not something that i ever thought possible in my mind to now having this space and what i mean by this space this connection of king and queen to now have choice on life like understanding that we choose things that happen in our life whether we believe it or not we're still choosing these things yeah but it's really cool to experience and navigate that and have someone hold me in my mess yeah. uh, but also me being able to receive uh love kindness peace all the good stuff as well because it's unfamiliar at times yeah so having that um connection that space to both grow, learn, create, everything like that has been such a beautiful, beautiful journey. And it's... I mean, it's definitely hard at times. Like, I think for both of us coming from relationships in the past or me being on my own for like the last five or so years, you know, and then being in a relationship in each other's space, working together and having to navigate disagreements or situations that come up, you know, but it's like we work at this relationship. We navigate, we unpack things and we just love each other so much and everything that happens is just always beautiful lessons and part of the journey, you know? hundred percent. I just think that, yeah, this, this space is something beautiful and it's awesome that we are going through it and sharing at the same time rather than going back years to express what was going back on there. More so like in the moment. Mm. Present. Yeah. It's just really cool and having this podcast is just the next part of the journey and we're so excited to share different experiences and talk about different topics and it's just awesome that we got episode one here it is yeah so good to have episode one under the belt out of the <laughs> way because <laughs> then feels really cool once you're in conversation yeah it's not as scary mm. as when you first think but thank you as all of you who've listened this far yeah <laughs> Thank you for being part of our share and listening and getting to know us a little bit better. We can't wait for the next episodes and all the cool things to come out. And we appreciate you all for listening and holding this space for us too. Ciao. Love you. Love oh. you guys. <laughs>